Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, roll up, roll up for the Tag Podcast, and also the Flustercook Podcast. But uh, just a little forenote before you start listening to the podcast proper. Um, I'm afraid our audio situation was very bad this week, so feel free to give this episode a miss if you can't stand terrible audio. Uh, But if you can manage to struggle through, uh, I think it's a good show, and you'll enjoy it, especially if... uh, if you've seen the new Fantastic Four film. Uh, Another little notice is that uh, whilst this episode is a joint venture of the Tad podcast and Flusterkuck, the Flusterkuck podcast will be on hiatus uh, for the foreseeable future due to various career constraints uh, for for Tom and myself. Uh, But it will be back in some form at some point, uh, so uh, keep your ears peeled to the, uh, the major Tag podcast. And we'll uh, we'll keep you updated there. Thanks very much. And if you enjoy bad audio, enjoy the show. Nobody needs to die. Nobody dies when this shift is a success. Welcome to the Tag Podcast. Uh, but also... Uh, but also, Flustercuck, the bad movie podcast. Uh, <laughs> We're combining the podcast this week um, because uh, one of the Flustercuck regulars uh, has, uh, has, has managed not to see the film in time uh, for the podcast. And so this week we're we're combining both podcasts to talk about the new Fantastic oh. Four film. As you can tell, Tom has some opinions about this film. I've got some opinions about it as well. But uh, just as it, just so you know, we may refer to this film as Fantastic Four, the Fant Four stick. If you've seen the posters, you'll understand why. The Fant Four shit, just because it rhymes, or. Any swear word. I, I was going to go with craptastic bore. Yeah, okay. Craptastic bore goes. <laughs> but then again, that was stolen from honest trailers on YouTube. But uh, shh, they'll never know. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to go back to our older format, I believe. Mm. Yes, we? yes. Yeah, yeah mostly. So we're... she's going to defend the film. You're going and... to defend the film. <laughs> Uh, it was my choice. <laughs> I think I've got a way around it. I'll tell you in a minute. No, 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 I've got a new, a new idea, a different. And what was your new idea? You okay, well, after after we reviewed the film, um, I uh, I want to hear. I've got I've got ideas, and I want to hear um, your pitch to either fix the film or <laughs> completely redo the film. Okay. I I've got some ideas for myself. Um, okay. But uh, but anyway, first of all, I want you to tell us um, how good this film was, and uh, I'm going to start off by asking you, which of the Fantastic Four was your favourite? The fine Fantastic Four, and favourite. <laughs> Invisible Woman, Johnny Storm, uh, and uh, Mr. Fantastic, and uh, Thing. 
of those four strive, in this film. Strive favourite. <laughs> Which one did you like the most? Black. Remember, if <laughs> if you don't participate properly, I may give victory to Sam. I found a pirated copy on the internet. Not that I condone it, but... Uh, okay, the black one. Um, uh, Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm was my favourite. He was my favourite because he made a funny... Which which funny was that? I think um, the one about the chicken and crossing the road. I don't know. He wasn't funny. Uh, right, okay. You want me to defend this film? I will do it. I will do this with as much conviction as I physically have strength to do. <laughs> I promise you this. That being said, there won't be much. Uh, you know what? My favourite character was The Thing because mm. he was the only character that actually surprised me in this film. Why is that? Because when someone said they've cast Billy fucking Elliot as The Thing, I just downright went, no. I wasn't bothered that the, the Human Torch was now cast with a black guy, even though in the comics he's white. Didn't bother me. Didn't care. Um, but when they cast Billy Elliot as the thing, I was like, nah, mate, not a fucking chance. Is that going to work? And you know what? Uh, Jamie Bell is his name. Did pretty well. Pretty well. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I was, <laughs> there was one little bit towards the beginning where, uh, I did, I did like a couple of things he did and then he just, did nothing, despite the fact, you know, he he's tortured and t- transformed into this horrible monster and, you know, it was causing him so much pain, he still seemed to do nothing. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, to be fair, of, of the four, he, he was the one who seemed to be the most bothered. Of the four, he seemed to be the one that was most akin to the, what you would see in the comics. Yeah. Almost. And that, that's a fucking stretch as well. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just made a funny stretch. Fantastic four. Lol. Um, but, yeah, he was, he was the closest thing that resembled anything that's in the comics. Um, I like that they, uh, they got him the right size in this film, because he is supposed to be mapusive. Mm. Um, and in the original Fantastic Fours, he just kind of looked like a guy in a rubber suit. Possibly because he was a guy in a rubber suit. Um, and he convinced me that he was strong and made of rock. And he looked pretty fucking ugly as well. Um, which was good, because, again, in the last one, he kind of looked like a guy in a rubber suit. Um, so, yeah, I, I would, yeah, he, he, he was my favourite character. Okay, okay. Well, what, what was your favourite scene, then? Which scene did you enjoy the most? Credits. <laughs> <sighs> Not counting the credits. My favourite scene was... The first scene where they make it through to the other dimension, just as they're about to get their powers and things start to go wrong, mm. because you could really see what the director was trying to do with the film from that scene. Um, 
and it was good that I thought possibly maybe that it was the end of the film and I thought they were all going to die and I thought maybe it's a trick maybe the Fantastic Four is the four people in the cinema that paid to watch it Okay, okay. Well, uh, uh, you're obviously you're obviously in in immense pain. I'm trying to say nice things about this. No, no, I, I, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I, I'll ask you just one more loaded question. No, 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 no. Then... Let me let me say my fa- my favourite scene. That is my favourite scene. Um, it was actually quite well acted. Um, it did feel like they were in peril. There was a bit of sort of like, oh my god, about it. It was the only time where it actually felt like something was happening in the film. Mm. Rather than nothing happening, which is basically the rest of the film. <laughs> okay. Um, give me another loaded right. question. I'll give you uh, just one more loaded question. It's the big oh, one. Of course. And I, 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 I want a nice, I want a nice big solid answer for this, and then we then we can get on into just tearing the film to shreds. Because um, <laughs> I've got some things I want to say about this effing atrocity. But uh, okay, one more loaded question of. Uh, why was Doctor Doom such a good convincing villain in this film? <laughs> Doctor Doom was such a convincing villain in this film because is the start of my answer. That is the start of my answer. And the end of my answer is um, the end. Now, I understand you want to hear the middle of my answer. But for that, you're going to have to pay five more dollars. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, pu- I'm putting my credit card information into the, into the machine now. Okay, Doc, Doc, Dr. Doom was a good... Villain in this. All right, you know what? I'll 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 put this out there. The scene where Doctor Doom is, and you can't see the quotation marks I'm making with my fingers now, escaping um, from the laboratory. That was really good for a second. Like when he's going on that killing spree. Mm. That was pretty good. I was like, oh, sick! Finally, something good happening. Oh, they're dying. Oh, he's just doing it with his mind, doesn't care who it is, he's just killing them, oh god. Um, why was he such a, a, a good villain? Because he killed the dad? Um, <laughs> which didn't seem to bother Sue Storm or Johnny Storm, but I think that's because they saw it coming as well. Um, maybe from as early as we did, like when they introduced him in the trailer. Um, but he was he was a very good villain for those five minutes that he was going around in that laboratory, and then he kind of didn't have any more dialogue. So why was he a good villain for the film? Because it's an origin story. <laughs> That's why. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> rather than do it, to... Uh... I'm not sure I'd be able to say much else. <laughs> That's the thing. Anything more? Um... Two good points I've said. <laughs> The thing was was surprisingly good um, in in comparison to what I thought he would be, 
and uh, and Doctor Doom's murder spree was my favourite part of the film. But I knew you were going to ask me something about Doctor Doom, which is why I had to use a different scene for, <laughs> for my favourite okay. scene, because then I wouldn't be able to no. use it. I will say, uh, of, of the film, there was... Well, there's a, a couple of aspects of it that I, I liked. I did like the aspect of... Um, I liked that they uh, they amped up the uh, the horror and uh, of of the accident of them getting their powers. Uh-huh. I like uh-huh. that they ramped up. It's uh, not just a sort of whoa, what's happening to my fingers? They seem a bit stretchy. Yeah, it wasn't crash bang wallop. There you go. No, it was. Uh, it was. I thought it was a, a good reveal of. Uh, of uh, Mr. Fantastic when he when he's crawl, trying to crawl towards Ben yeah. and yeah, looks around yeah. and he sees his legs are all stretched out and it's like a whole fuck. Um, yeah. And yeah, then he's he's trapped and he's he's trapped in a ridiculously grim, dark, gritty lab. Yeah. Um, yeah. With his arms and legs all stretched out. Um, and I, um... that aspect of it I did like and uh, Ben. Being yeah trapped just just sort of just sort of trapped in a rock pile in the corner. Yeah. Um. I I think of the problems that this film had. Mm. Everything before that point was forgivable. Yes. Everything before one year later <laughs> was forgivable. Um, yes. And there were a, a ju- few things here and there. That I was like, mm, and there was one point where I really cringed really badly, and I was like, oh god, that's it, that's the mm-hmm. end, and it nearly saved itself. And then after one year later, it just went to fucking brown town. Yeah. Um, really. So did. yeah, the 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 problem is is that nobody cares about the Fantastic Four. <laughs> that's the even thing. The, even Fox don't care about the Fantastic Four and they hoped it would make money you know there's Josh Trank who you know God love him he's going on Twitter and saying if if everyone saw the movie that I made rather than the movie that Fox made there'd be much different reviews things like that that Fox messed with his movie a lot more than we may anticipate unfortunately I fear we'll never know because they're not mm. going to pile the money into it to re-edit it for a director's cut no. Um, so we're never going to know the movie that Josh Trank wanted to make, but it seems like that with the horror aspect of the, you know, um, each of them finding their powers in this sort of horrific state. You know, yeah. when you first see Johnny Storm on fire and he, he's screaming and everything, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh no, sorry. The first time you see him on fire is when you when he looks like a dead body. Mm. You're like, oh my god, that's grim, like. And of course, it, you know what's going to happen to him, but still, it's like, oh wow, that's how you find out, shit, son. Like, it, the the thing that pisses me off about this movie is it almost raised my hopes up. I almost, for a second, thought I was wrong this might be a good move, and then it went to fucking shit. Yeah. Really fucking fast. Yeah, that's I, I, went, I went into the film not having heard any of the reviews at all, having a completely open mind, and a part of me wanted the film to say, I wanted the film to change my mind about the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I went in sort of thinking, okay, go on, I'll give you a shot, make me care, make me care about these 
characters because the the old movies were pretty rubbish. Um, <laughs> surely you can't be any worse than them. <laughs> <laughs> um, How wrong were you? <laughs> I mean, God, Rise of the Silver Surfer looks like a fantastic film next to this one. I, I, I mean, I don't know where to start. That's the thing. There have been podcasts where I've run out of things to say. Here, I fear I have too much. I know. I, I, I I'm, I'm the same. I'm the same. Oh, good God. Uh, the, yeah, the, the one year later thing. Just, it's fucking lazy to start with. What was he doing? What was he doing for that one year? Well, I think I actually have an answer for that. Mm. Because if I found I could stretch my entire body, first of all, I'd like to see how far. And then I'd like to see if I could stretch all of my body. <laughs> and then see if it worked. And, and then more to the point, see, you know, repeat the experiment to get the right amount of results. So repeat repeat until you find out whether you could um, jizz through the president's window from a mile away. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, like, the thing is, like, if if he can... If he can stretch that far, he can re- uh, he can contract his muscles as well. So could he turn his jizz into a speeding bullet <laughs> and contract so hard and so fast that actually the initial penetration wasn't actually the penetration, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, whilst we're on the topic of superhero um, appendages... Um, I can't be the only person that noticed that the thing had fingers, but he didn't have a wang. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm just going to... In fact, I'm going to do this live on air. My thing is thicker than my thumb, right? <laughs> and the thing had a thumb. Now, either the thing had a tiny little thing... And it got taken up by the rock, which would actually explain the anger issues, actually. Well, you know, may, may, maybe it required body parts with bones for it to, to become a rock appendage. I'm thinking. <laughs> to, to, to as quick as I can stop this train of thought. <laughs> because he didn't have ears. There you go. He didn't have ears. And ears, ah. don't, ears don't got no bones. Ah. He did blink. He had eyelids. Uh, well, he needed he needed normal eyes, didn't he? Yeah. So <laughs> I was quite surprised that you know they they didn't give him the shorts because yeah, he was nude the entire film. Exactly, because you you would you would even even if your thing did go, you'd want the shorts so that people didn't know it had gone. And okay, so you got um. You've got Doctor Doom, who hasn't got a mouth anymore, so you can assume that he hasn't got an anus anymore. (laughs) But he claims that the dimension he was in kept him alive, and and whilst I have issues with that, we'll get to those. But the thing didn't have a crack. He had many cracks in his body, but he definitely didn't have a crack, which means he wasn't pooping. And he didn't have a thing, so he wasn't peeing. And unless the, the, this transformation all of a sudden gave him a rock gina, 
which actually sounds like a Flintstones heart attack when you well, say it like Well, you know, that. Maybe, maybe it's one of those things where, you know, he, he, he becomes a bit of a, a, a Swiss army knife, and, you know, when, when, oh, when things lose to... Oh, he Swiss army knife because he gave, me, gave him the Swiss army knife, didn't you? No, I'd completely forgotten about that. Oh, um, you just made me cringe. I, I, no, I, I actually completely forgotten about that. Um, but no, you know, when, 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 when needs be, it's like, you know, it's like, um, it's like a dog. It's like a dog's when, when he's not using, when they're not using it, they, it goes up inside. Okay. And, and when, when he needs to poop, you know, some rocks move around. <laughs> Maybe open a little yes, flap. Set the password, open sesame. <laughs> It opens like diagonally. Exactly, and then. Uh, <laughs> and then it comes out in a handy container, companion cube. No, well, no, it comes comes out sealed in a, in a rock, you know. Okay. That's handy for you. Okay, you know what? I think we've I think we have deconstructed this one. Yeah. That's the myth busted. <laughs> <laughs> but still, why not give him a, a pair of shorts? Um, yeah, I know. Because they wouldn't look too stupid. They wouldn't look too stupid. I mean, look, the Hulk, the Hulk had his shorts. Yeah. They were fine. That's funny, though. This is the thing. The first thing I'd think if I saw the thing was, you're in the buff. You're mm. naked. That's not appropriate. There's kiddies around. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, I actually do have a comprehensive list of 24 things about the Fantastic Four that I'd like to get off my chest. Okay, okay. Um, and, and and I've kind of tried to write them in order of what happens in the film as well. So as we go through, either you can add to them with what you want to say, or you'll agree and we'll be able to talk, you know, we'll be able to, to, to enhance what I say. I'm just going to get my list up. I know at the end I was just trailing. In fact, I might start with those last few and then... Um, and then go to the start, because the last few were... Okay, right. Um, yeah, I'll start at the bottom. All right. right. Fox expected this film to fail. Why huh. do I say this? Why do you say this? They realised how popular Deadpool was, and made a trailer with Ryan Reynolds telling you, if you go see the Fantastic Four, you'll get to see the Deadpool trailer. Unfortunately, they released this statement on YouTube, which is where everyone saw the Deadpool trailer. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, the music was fucking boring. <laughs> now you know me. I'll I... go to I'll go to a movie and I will I'll watch the film and I will take in the soundtrack and I'll be like, oh, that was that. Ooh, that was good. Yeah. Or it was bad. It wasn't good or bad. It was just forgettable. It was just poor. That's the thing. I, I, I came in, you know, if if the soundtrack's really good, then I'll notice. But, yeah, I didn't leave any impression on me at all. So. No. Um, okay, here's possibly the biggest point I'm going to make, and I'm making it quite early on because I haven't actually started on the actual film properly, story-wise itself. And maybe you haven't noticed this, but I certainly did. Nearly no footage from the trailer is actually in the film. Yes, that's uh, that's been a massive, a massive sticking point with uh, a lot of re- reviewers on YouTube and the like. Yeah, like, like literally the, the uh, footage. Yeah, the the scene uh, jumping out of a plane. Yeah, well, uh, and 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 them sort of like 
making out that Reed Richards was the one orchestrating whatever he was doing when he was jumping out the plane. Yeah. That there's there's scenes on the on the on the on planet wow, what do they fucking call it? Planet Zero. Meanwhile on Planet Zero <laughs> um on Planet Zero there were scenes of um Sue and Johnny working together and combining their powers and there was that kind of idea that, you know, working together they're they're much stronger and so that's why they have to work together and that's why they have to be a team because divided you know they fall together they mm. make money at the box office and clearly it didn't because that's not what happened in the film um you know there was literally fucking no footage in the trailer at all that actually made it to the final film um okay another general one and and this one isn't a big one, but it kind of stands out to me. And I kind of hope he said no because he realised that the film was going to tank. No Stan Lee. Hmm. No Stan Lee. Well, that's the thing, you know. He 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 came out to uh, he he came out uh, defending the uh, the Human Torch. Uh, yeah, casting, exactly. Yeah. Um, which was good of him because a lot of stupid nerds are being stupid on the internet. I just, I mean, that, that's one of those things I don't, I just don't care about, like, okay, if he, you know, if, if, judge him for his acting, not because yeah. the colour of his fucking Look, skin. No, I, I, I've always said, I've always said, I give the films their creative licence, you know? Yeah. Don't feel bound, do your own thing. Um, yeah. And to be honest, I'd like to see more of that kind of thing. Yeah, go for um, it, fucking do it. Like, I'd love to see a black James Bond, and I know who should play him as well. Everyone knows who should play him. Idris Elba should play James Bond. He'd be fucking amazing. Like, that sort of thing. Like, no, start... We don't care anymore. It, it's not a taboo. Mm. It's not It's not as much of a taboo as the internet's making it out to be. There's, like, there's like maybe 100,000 people out there who would, would take a stance against it, against the millions that would just go, oh, okay. I know. That's cool. I like him. He's a good actor, or she's a good actor. But, okay, right. Um, right, now I'm going to go to the top. Let's begin with... Okay, so my first point literally was, good movie up until one year later. We've already kind of, already kind of yeah, done that. Yeah, well, I... I... I'm not sure it's such a great movie, but yeah, as as you said before, forgivable. Yeah. You know, there, was, um, there, was no, there was nothing there other than I do. Go on. Well, no, I I've 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 got major gripes with the film overall, but I'm kind of going to cover those in my uh, in my fixing the film okay, ideas. Yeah, yeah. So I'll 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 save those till till we get there. Okay. Um, my next point: Reed Richards looks about twelve. <laughs> that's, that's Miles Teller's fault for accepting the role anyway. My major gripe with this is the only time he doesn't look 12 is when he's supposed to be 12. <laughs> and then he looks like a 16-year-old boy who's been cast in a role below him. <sighs> Next. Dr. Storm happened to be at the exact fourth grade science fair that happened to demonstrate the exact nature of the experiments he would be working on. Convenience. Now, did, didn't, or didn't, he, didn't he give the impression of having some prior knowledge of Reed? Or No, as far as I'm aware, that? he said he'd just been in the area. 
and mm. he was going around all of them, which <laughs> and he was looking for talent. Uh, now you take well, that out of context, and you've got a man walking around a school looking for talent, and you've got yourself a court case. What 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 was that school science fair? I mean, you, you had you know kids who were supposed to be twelve and kids who were supposed to be sixteen or eighteen or whatever yeah. with their projects next to each other. I mean, yeah. do you do you, do you not at least even if you're doing all the uh, all the ages on the same day, do you not at least separate them? Yeah, and. I'm not being funny. As someone who's going into the profession of teaching, that's not how a teacher would react if a child had an enthusiasm for a subject that they taught. But okay. Well, 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 some teachers, but yeah. And yeah, the why was the same teacher from when he was 12? Judging the same the, age. <laughs> judging, well, yeah, b- uh, being the same age, but also judging his science competition seven years later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does the school just have one science teacher? I mean, surely he's meant to be in high school by that. that. <laughs> <sighs> next, okay. next. Next. Um, Doctor Doom, or sorry, Victor. We'll call him Victor for now because he's not Doctor Doom yet. Victor is angry for the sake of being angry. <laughs> He's got no re like they literally establish Oh, we're gonna get Victor. Oh, don't get Victor, he's a dick. Why? Because he's a dick. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Uh, you reasons. Get the, yeah, what you get the feeling, what 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 did he do? He must have done something for people not to want him there anymore. Uh, at, at one point they go, Oh, he did this, why? He wanted to is that that's your explanation? He just wants. He's a dick. Then why? Is he, all right, whatever. Doctor Doom is angry for the sake of being angry. He also has a thing for Sue for no other reason than to give him a reason to dislike Reed. That there was never, never anything to do with Doctor Doom and um, the Invisible Woman in the comics. This was something created by Fox in the old movies to give him essentially a reason to dislike Reed and everyone was like oh my god it's back again they've done it again they've, they've introduced you know they've introduced him with this love idea to to try and humanise him or something no he's not romantically anything he's this political figure oh wait no he's a hacker now so he's not even from Latveria oh no he is from Latveria but we're not actually going to talk about that made-up country. We're just going to establish that there's somewhere called Latveria. It could be a fucking corner shop for all we know. But, that, you know, we're just... Okay, cool. All right, okay, we're just going to accept this is a real country. Here's, here's where I cringed, right? And I cringed so hard. I audibly went, oh, for fuck's sake, in the cinema, right? Um, and nobody, nobody even batted an eyelid because they all agreed... When they called him Doctor Doom as a joke, mm. out of n- like there was no setup or anything like that, they just called him Doctor Doom as if it had like this presence of a name as a joke. I literally went, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" It was like it was the worst case of someone winking to the audience that I've ever seen, mm. and I'm willing to watch the Deadpool film. 
<laughs> I laughed when they said about the animated green suit in the Deadpool trailer. Mm. And that's them winking at the fucking... <laughs> this was awful. This... This was like, uh, uh, well, I felt like I was being punished for watching. Well, the film. I, I was prepared for that since um, oh, what's it? The 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 first the the young Reed science class scene yeah. when they said, oh, is this like your flying car idea? Oh yes, and you've just given me another one that I really cringed at, <laughs> that I nearly oh for fuck's sake at, and that was when. <laughs> This is not on my list. You've just reminded me of it. This is when Ben got beat up by his brother, who oh yeah, it's clobbering time. Went, it's clobbering time. Yeah. Oh my god! So you got your catchphrase from your abusive older brother? Wow! You just went down in my estimations. Mm. <sighs> Next, they make a big thing about Ben giving Reed the um, Swiss Army knife. And never bring it up again. Like, they just don't even, like, they, they had the lingering shot of him holding it. They made, like, this whole scene about it and then, and then nothing. The, the last time I saw something this cancerous, and I bring cancer up for a reason, is when Tommy Wiseau wrote a scene where Linda's mom got cancer and then never <laughs> brought it up again. Oh, by the way, the test results are back. It's cancer to end. <sighs> Next. Don't worry, Mum, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off, Mum. <laughs> I'm busy loving Tommy, Johnny, Tommy, Johnny. Tommy was a fucking Johnny. <sighs> right. They make me... Okay, so then there's, there's a gap in, in my notes because that's where the film was okay. That was where it was forgivable, where they were they were putting the machine together. They had the the um you know all the shit go on, and then and then literally, so they make a big thing about Ben giving the knife. And mm. then my next point is one year later, Reed has decreased in age and has hit puberty again. He now has spots. <laughs> I have measured that wash bit. his face but after a year. His <laughs> hair hasn't grown. Well, to be fair, to be fair, stretch his hair. To be fair, he is living in a very warm climate, you know, and and that that can exacerbate the greasier of us. Hmm. <laughs> no, not giving it no, that. He's a rocket no. scientist. <laughs> he knows to wash he his should, face. He, should, he shouldn't have been inventing his arm springs. He should have been well, researching he, spot free. You had the delicate hands to be able to put this complex machinery together. You're not telling me once you went, oh, my complexion's getting a bit bad. Yeah, I'm going to get some uh, some L'Oreal or whatever it's fucking... Nivea for men. No, it's a stupid way of trying to pass the time. And then later on, the spots are gone, even though no time has passed. Next. Sue's <laughs> hair is fucking stupid. Now, there is a reason behind this, and it's because they had to go back and do reshoots, and she had cut her hair for a new role, so they gave her an awful blonde wig that's only in certain scenes, and they do not correlate. She's got brown hair, blonde hair, back to brown, then it's blonde again, but it's like almost peroxide blonde, and she's got a tan, which makes the hair stand out even more. Um, looked fucking stupid. Next. The thing looks good. 
the, the thing looked pretty good. The no, I been a bit mismatched. I I, I didn't. I, I I was quite I was a fan of their design of the thing. Yeah, I I, I was a fan of most of it, other than the head was a bit pointy for me. Uh, but the the head was a bit pointy for me. Yeah. Is that no? Come on! I mean, that was sort of one of the few things that the old Fantastic Four thing got right. I mean, he actually yeah. kind of looked like the the comics thing. Yeah. But then you know, creative license and whatever. Yeah, I, I didn't. I I didn't have much of a problem with the thing's look, other than the lack of penis <laughs> and lack of uh, trouser wear. But you know, creative <laughs> license, I suppose. Uh, next, the effects for Johnny are pretty much the same as they were ten years ago when they did the first Fantastic. Oh God, yeah, I. Uh, no better, than no worse. That was one of my. No, what really annoyed me about the effects for Johnny. Mm. Is when he was flamed on. Yeah. It um it it they had him with his mouth open all the time. Yeah. Which he didn't which he didn't have when he's not flamed on. I mean, some people naturally have their mouths open a little bit just when you know if they're not talking. Yeah. Um. I mean, quite often I think it I was, felt like they had no other way to yeah. show where his mouth it's was. Like, you don't need to show where his mouth is. Just do the eyes. The eyes are fine. Yeah. yeah. You know that that's all you need, and then show and then when he was talking. The, the lips didn't correlate to what he was saying at all. <laughs> at all. Oh. I didn't notice that. No, uh, it was terrible. It was terrible. Um, and, yeah, it, it just... Yeah, that, that was something... Maybe it's because I was already watching the mouth because it was bothering me. And, I, and when I was looking at the mouth, I was thinking... I thought, okay, next time, next time he deflames, I'm going to carefully watch and see if the character... Because maybe I'm not being paying atten- attention. The character does... No, naturally have his mouth open uh, when he's not talking. Nope. No, he doesn't. Nope, no. not at all. And you know, cause, I mean, ah, <laughs> uh, annoys me so much because you know, it, you know, it makes sense for some characters. I mean, um, Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner quite often has his mouth open a bit, a, a bit when he when he's working yeah. something out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know that's fine. You know, for a character that does that, if you're having Bruce Banner be the Human Torch, great, fine, have his mouth open. But. Uh, yeah, just just bothered me. And yeah, as you say, the effects were, you know, just as they were. Yeah, pretty much exactly. Ten the same years thing. ago, like uh, but tried. you know, but we we saw even less of him. Yeah, I was gonna say, like he was in the film as the Human Torch for a grand total of about fifteen seconds. Yeah. Other than the sort of shots where you see him fly past, sort of thing, very quickly. Um. So, yeah, effects for Johnny are as expected. No worse, no better. Uh, this place kept me alive. Okay. How? <laughs> You've tried to explain everything else poorly in the film. You're not going to explain your lack of anus. <laughs> I love how much the thing's lack of penis and anus bother you. <laughs> Yeah, but no, no, now it's Doctor Doom. Now it's, we've de- oh, sorry, sorry, no, I'm, no, I'm thinking of, yeah. We've deconstructed how the thing may also be a Transformer. And, you know, yeah, sorry, 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 yeah, no, I, sorry, I thought we were, we were still talking about the thing. I, I, I forgot that was, the, that was Doctor Doom's line. Um. But, but Doctor Doom? <laughs> okay, okay. Let's say this planet means you don't need to poo. You still need oxygen. 
And we've already established you can't breathe on the planet because you needed the fucking spacesuits. Now, eventually, the oxygen in the tank that's moulded to your fucking back ran out, right? Well, to be honest, I uh, I didn't have too much of a problem with that because what I mean, about the fact he needed to fucking eat? He's bigger since he came back. How is that possible? No, I, to be honest, I, as I say, I I I don't have so much of a problem with that because I mean, you know, look at look at the others; they all had horrific things, and he was completely swallowed by the weird energy. I just stuff and, I just, and and fell into it completely. So I understand. Okay, maybe he just survives off energy now. Maybe he can, you know. They they went as far as giving this place a fucking stupid name, Planet Zero, and they also tried to explain every other bit of science as as clearly as they could, you know, because you know audiences are stupid. Why didn't they try and explain this? I think I know, because they didn't know. They just went, throw away line. Mm. This place kept me... All right, whatever. <sighs> Next one. Um, cool killing spree. That's all I put. Cool killing spree. That, that was the one part of the film I enjoyed, when the majority of the characters died. <laughs> yeah. Especially Tim Blake Nelson, who for the fucking life of me cannot understand his motives. At the start of the film, he's an army general. Then all of a sudden, he's a scientist and knows his shit. Either you're a, either you're a scientist or you're an army general. You don't have army scientist generals. Doesn't happen. You're either for war or you're, you know, you're doing the science behind the war. You can't be both. This is this is real life. These things matter. Next. Dad's dead. Oh well. I guess they thought it was as predictable as I thought it was too. <laughs> I, I go back to what I said earlier. As soon as he was introduced in the trailer, I went, he's going to die then. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they thought it too. <sighs> Next. Ben forgives Reed pretty much instantly. Yep. There's a bit of a, oh, you pissed me off. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, Don't right, do it again. <laughs> I won't. Next. Okay, this is my, this is one of, one of the things that really stood out in the film for me. There, there, let me set the scene. They've, gone back into the dimension mm -hmm. they've followed Doctor Doom and he's opened this giant portal in the ceiling of the sky and uh, and, it, and, and, and something's coming through like this blue energy's coming through and Reed goes I know exactly what Doom is doing even though nothing like this has ever happened before <laughs> I've never seen it I'm 300 feet away and I have a proven track record of leading people into bad situations and ditching them <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he just mm. looks at it and goes, okay, Doom is doing this, and they all go, I believe you. <laughs> Why? Why do you believe him? He's Doom is doing bad science. And, well, and yeah, that, that sure does look, what it, look yeah. like what's happening. Yeah, they just go, yeah, I believe that, 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 
you know, that's probably right. <laughs> that's not how it works. If you went to a doctor and went, it's probably this, how do you know? Oh, I saw you cough. What? What? No! Do tests! Prove it! <laughs> yeah, okay, 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 I'm on the film side with that last point. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, everybody, we need to stop get out our energy reader meters and go up and study what those rock columns are they, and what they at, they, least, they at least needed to ask him doom is this what you're doing for him to lie and go no he's been pretty fucking black and white for the rest of the film i mean toby keeble's a good actor but this film fucking hell he was not good he was an american sorry he's a brit pretending to do an american accent as if he was from somewhere else and he just sounded swedish <laughs> but I digress. That 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 really stood out to me how bad the film was. Where instead of trying to explain, a, you know, in a decent way how they figured out what Doom was doing, Reed looked at the energy and went, "I know exactly what he's doing, even though this has never happened before." <sighs> right, next one. Okay, this this one this one can be argued, but what what I understand Dr. Doom did is he opened the portal which created a gravity pull. He, he basically opened up the the hole that they were created in the, you know, in the, in the dimensions with the machine, didn't they? He just opened mm. it up. Yeah. And the gravity of that started pulling all of Earth through into the into, onto planet zero. Yeah, to so turn if it I open into a door, energy to, I don't know. If I open a door and you vaporise me, the door doesn't close. The door doesn't just magically close. They need to physically close. Me opening a door and me getting shot don't correlate. Uh, the door doesn't then automatically shut because I'm dead. The hole was created. Well, you have to you have to say that the, the surely the force of the energy coming through the hole was greater than the force of the energy opening the door. Surely the well, force that, through the, the hole was enough force to keep the door open. Yeah, I, I guess, but you know, I. I just thought it was. I thought it was lazy. I just thought it was lazy writing. Yeah. Well, well, the whole ending MacGuffin was lazy. Yeah. But it. But you know, it's. It's fine. Yeah. Doom has a big evil machine. It's or big evil. Don't, don't get me wrong. It, Doom has big points. evil science rocks. It's opening a gateway and sucking Earth through. Some of these points are forgivable, but together they're not forgivable. Hmm. Um. Next. We don't want to live in a government facility with all of your rules anymore. Okay, what do you want? A secret government facility with full staff and only areas we can go in. Okay. All right. Uh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Next. Nobody uses the word fantastic anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that wasn't written on here, it's just, it's just popped into my head. The way they came up with the name, awful, it gave me cancer. <laughs> yeah, no, to be in, they could have done that line, but they could have done it without saying, oh, that's what we should be called. 
They could yeah. have had that line, you know, with, with you know, just as part of a conversation, and no one says anything. You just let it go by. And it's like, okay, they said fantastic. Well, you know, it was so just the way they set it up. Oh, we mm. need to call ourselves. Something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what made, that's what made it so painful. Yeah, no, we don't. This is a world without superheroes. It would be an abomination to think that we are superheroes in a world where such a thing doesn't actually exist. Do you know how I know nothing like this exists? Because there are no X-Men references, even though they're supposed to be in a shared universe. That is on my points. There are no X-Men references. There's no references to the fact that they might be mutants. They might have an X-Gene. Because thinking about it, in a, in a world where the mutants are so rife, where they, they are by the end of, um, by the end of uh, Days of Future Past, it would be stupid for them to not go, okay, is this because they've got the mutant X-Gene first before they experiment on them? Have they got the mutant X-Gene? No. Okay. And I think if they'd remembered that, we would have seen that. So See, you know, I, 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 if the film had been better, then Batman. I'd agree, yeah. Bring, bring the X-Men in. But, yeah. Those references. But, for the fact that they were saying, oh, yeah, we're going to do a, 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 a crossover universe, and, and they're going to meet, and we're going to have Fantastic Four meet the X-Men. So I was expecting something. Just something. I mean, uh, if Alan Page had turned up in this, I would have cried. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I would have. But it might have made the film better, if only for the few seconds she'd be in it. Oh. And then finally, the biggest crime of this entire film, although, again, I'm glad I didn't have to stay through the credits, they didn't do a post credit scene. There was no post credit There was nothing. There wasn't even an apology at the end. <laughs> there was nothing. It was as if to say, that trait that Marvel started, that we've started doing with our X-Men films, we know you're not going to come and see the sequel, so we're not going to do it. Fuck you. We've got your money. Ha. Well, actually, no, didn't, didn't they start it? Did Fox start it? When, oh. Uh, what was the first X-Men film to do it? I thought the first X-Men film to do it was number three. Mm. And by that point, I'm pretty sure Iron Man had either come out or was coming out. They were fairly fairly close together. Yeah, they were close. But, yeah. They were close. I'd need to go back and double check. I know, I'm pretty sure the first X-Men film doesn't have one. But I might be wrong. I know the second... No, wait, hang on. Doesn't doesn't the first X-Men film have... Have a shot of um, Wolverine going back to the lake, or going to the lake, or something. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not. I'm not I sure. I thought that was just the end of the film. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Yeah, that makes but, it even yeah. worse. Yeah, that train they wouldn't... That we started with all of our all of our superhero films. We're not going to do it with this one because we already have your money. Fuck you. Mm. That thing. You, the one thing you've come to expect from this film. We're going to take that away from you as well. Yeah. I just... This film was so bad. I'm so glad that I have a Cineworld card and I saw two other movies in the month that I saw this film. So I can happily say (laughs) none of my money went to this film. Yeah. I saw Mission Impossible the day before and that was a great film. 
And that's saying something, because the Mission Impossible films are fun, but they're not supposed to be better than Marvel films. I know this is a Marvel film, but you know mm. what I mean. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Is there anything you'd like to add before we go on to... No, I, th- I, th- I, th- I think every every point, um, yeah, it was, was, was covered. Mm. Um but as I say, I've, I've got, I've got, I've got a couple of things, but I, um, I'm now going to, uh, going to pitch you my, uh, I'm going to fix this film. Okay, go on, fix it, and then I'll tell you how I would fix it, and I might use some of your ideas. We're going to fix it. We're going to fix the film. Okay, first of all, I'm going to say we're going to keep the cast. Um, oh, controversial. Controversial. Okay. No, we're going to, we, we're, we're going to keep. I'm not making. I'm not making earth-shattering changes. I'm not. I'm not rebuilding it from the ground up. You know, okay. I'm going to take. I'm going to take what some of what they had. Um, okay. I'm going to keep the cast. Um, but I'm going to. I'm going to. First of all, I'm going to tweak all the characters. Um, first off, uh, Reed. Reed. Um, now I. I was think. I actually had this coming out of the cinema, thinking, you know, they 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 could have made Reed so much better. Um, cause they, uh, I, I thought they should, uh, they should have had him being, uh, still being the, the, you know, the, the nerdy science geek, yeah. but being someone who's really too over enthusiastic about these things. Yeah. And, uh, want, and, and coming up very excited to people who just don't particularly care about what he's talking about. Uh-huh. But he, him, him being oblivious to that. And saying, uh, and what I, what, the thing I came up with him that I wanted, uh, uh, that I'd, I'd have him do throughout, throughout the, a couple of times throughout the film, and then maybe one of the characters at the end, you know, ha- switches it on him, um, was, uh, I'd want him to say to the character, oh, do you remember when I told you about this? And the, that character would say, um, no. Oh, well, uh, and, and, and then, uh, and, and, and then I said, uh, that I found out this. No, I don't remember you saying that at all. We'll push this button, and the character pushes the button, and I don't know, using his dimensional thing, um, uh, uh, cooked pizza and a couple of cold beers appear. Yeah, okay. And they're like, "Oh wow, that's that's awesome!" It's like, "Yeah, I know, isn't it cool?" <laughs> um, so you know, he's in that. You know, he's be, he's doing a bit of an Iron Man thing of you know using his science to it, do it something. It actually feels like he enjoys yeah. being alive rather you know, than but, the sort of yeah. He, but he's, he's, he, yeah, but he's put himself through in the film. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he he knows people aren't going to be interested or haven't mm-hmm. been listening. So you know he prepares something to make people go actually. Oh wow, you did something you know real world and cool with that. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought he'd do something like that with Ben, and then yeah, make make pizza pizzas and and cold beers appear. Okay. Um, or something like that. And then uh, later he'd do it with Sue. That's another thing. I would um, up the romance between him and Sue. Okay. Um, I'd have a similar thing with... Uh, the romance between Johnny and the thing. <laughs> no, we're... Uh, I'll get to them. Uh, <laughs> no, I'd have a similar thing with him and Sue, and maybe him say, uh, push this button, and then... Uh, and then... An orgasm appears. <laughs> no, 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 but say he's... He's hidden candles around the room, and the candles themselves don't appear, but yeah. they all light up. But the oh, ball, that's cool. balls okay. of energy appear, and they light up, and maybe you know a few petals fall from the fall from the ceiling. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh wow, that's really cool. You've broken through 
So like, he could be really suave. Yeah. And, and well, no, no, I don't want him to be too suave. I don't want him to just be Iron Man, basically. No, 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 but I, it'd be great if he did it and then caught a bottle of champagne or something, but then dropped the glasses or something like that. Yeah. So he's trying to be suave, and he nearly is, and then he fails because he's a geek. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and so... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have her just be interacting with the other characters more. Because mm-hmm. that was her whole problem. Ah, oh, she's sort of... She's clever, independent girl who don't need no man, but she's just going to take orders from these men the whole film. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and design these suits for other for for, the, for men to use when they're going through the dimension holes. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck that. Um, okay. Uh, second bit change. Um, we can keep the actor... But we're not having uh, the. It's not Doctor Doom. Okay. Not Doctor Doom. We. I did find. Um, I did find a, a decent Fantastic Four uh, villain um, online, but I'm afraid because I'm having to record this on my iPad, I can't bring that up now, um, and I can't remember his name. But he is a scientist who uh, who was abused by. Who was allegedly abused by his mother, and he creates a wor- He creates a wormhole thing. So it would have been perfect for this film. Okay. Um, anyway, so I I just have just have that guy. Um, and uh, the in the comics, this guy creates a pinhole, uh, sort of a pinhole uh, gap between dimensions. Uh-huh. And uh, some some big bad guy sees that notices this pinhole gap and comes through, realizes there are other dimensions, um, and starts fucking shit up basically. Okay. And I'd basically I'd I'd have it a similar thing. So basically, the 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 scientist guy is merged into the into the guy, or straight out becomes the guy. Um, yeah. And yeah, oh yeah. Um, when they go into the other dimensions, they decide fuck the government. Um, uh, Sue goes with them, and yeah. and not only that, it's Sue's idea. Okay, cool. Sue is the one who says. Sue is the one who really gets pissed off. You know, the other the others are all disappointed and and snarky and then Sue's the one who snaps and says, you know what, fuck it, this is our this is our project. We've been working on it. Let's do it. Let's go. Uh-huh. Um and the others are all sort of Yeah, and the others are all sort of surprised but really enthusiastic. You know, that tells you know, she's because, you know, she's um her father's the head scientist. Yeah. Well I suppose you know, Johnny Storms as well, but you know because she's such a big part of the thing that they they take her saying let's go as yeah permission basically for them to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just change the thing so there's five capsules and all five of them go. Because why not? Uh-huh. Um, oh yeah, Ben Grimm's character. Uh, <laughs> typical for me. We're making him gay. Uh, <laughs> but no, th- this is the thing I actually wondered when. Um, when they first went to the Baxter building, oh. and Ben starts staring at guys in lab coats, <laughs> and I wanted that. I wanted. Uh, I I wanted that to be a moment of um, uh, Reed starts saying something, and Ben's clearly not listening. He's just watching these guys in lab coats going round a corner, <laughs> and he's sort of he's sort of leaning back, and uh, and and Reed has to snap his fingers and say, "Hey, Ben, Ben." <laughs> And Ben's just like, oh, sorry, they're just uh, they're uh, wearing lab coats here. <laughs> um, so we're gonna have that. 
Um, it, might, it probably wouldn't have time to bring it up um, the rest of the film. Okay. Uh, so it's sort of like an. It'd be an overtone. Like it'd, it'd be hinted to. It'd be like yeah. Dumbledore. It'd be hinted to. We'd never confirm it. But you know, it's true. It, it's, yeah, hinted yeah. to, and you know, it, it, may, we're not maybe they'd right be right out but... and say it because at the end of the day, it's not important. It's yeah. not important what he does in his own time. Yeah. He hasn't even got a penis. <laughs> we're giving him a penis. It's, oh, it's, it's finally flopping around. <laughs> or, or rattling around. I don't know. Uses it as a weapon. Oh god, it's awful. <laughs> okay. Um, no. Okay. Uh, after the uh, yeah, the, them getting their powers, pretty much the same. Um, come back and we 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 up we upramp the uh, the horror thing a bit because yeah. I did enjoy that. Yeah. But here's where where we're changing it. Um, ben and Reed escape together. They both escape. Um, Reed saying, "You know, I'm sorry I got this into you. It got us into this. You know, we'll. I'm going to try and fix you." And that's what that's what they're doing. And yeah. they they've no intention of of going back to save the others um, yeah. because possibly going out um, they find the others and they're like, yeah, "Come on, escape with us!" Like, no, why would we leave? Yeah. So they so they just go. And uh, later they find they find out uh, they see on the news um, some uh, some for some some uh, foreign foreign head of state dies under mysterious circumstances, mm-hmm. and they realise oh oh that that was um, that would have been Johnny and Sue yeah you know clearly it's the invisible woman. And, you know, maybe he's spontaneously combust or something. Yeah. And while they're away, they've, um, you know, they've been trying to, they've been trying to fix themselves. Um, and Reed's been trying to, you know, get more information on the, on Planet Zero. We'll change that name, but we can focus group that. <laughs> just call it the, uh, sorry, just call it the fucking negative zone. Because that's what it is in the... Comics. Okay. Okay. Negative zone. Negative. It pissed me off that they just overlooked that that they've come to this sort of I thought, like I thought that was dimension. I thought that was what? one for Superman. No, no, no that's negative. the Phantom Zone. That's the Phantom Zone. The, oh, the negative is, yeah. zone is where they build a prison for all the world's worst supervillains oh, yeah, in a dimension yeah, yeah. away from Earth, so that they can't get back. Yeah. Of course they do, but it's the negative zone, and Reed Richards is the one with the key, essentially. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep. Yep. We have that. Have that. Negative zone. Okay. And then, uh, then so after the, after they see this assassination, uh, Reed starts trying to hack into government files mm-hmm. and finds um, finds fi- finds a file of basically Sue and Johnny being tortured or essentially mm-hmm. essentially you know being forced to do something or other. Yeah. And so they decide, okay, you know, we've got to go and rescue them. Mm-hmm. Um. As they, I'm not 100% sure what we're doing for the climax of the film. Possibly something similar, just have decent effects. Yeah. Um, as they come back, the government themselves have decided, have, have reopened the gateway to the Phantom Zone. Um, or, or, or think they have. Yeah. And, yeah, Ben and Reed sneak in, and uh, like, hey, hey Sue, hey Johnny, you want to get the, the, the hell out of here? Like, yeah. Yes, 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 please. Um, you know, they've, I don't know, they've, 
They've got explodey explosion collars on us. Could you get them off? Oh, yeah, I'm Reed Richards. This is why you couldn't escape. And now I'm here. We'll all escape together. Uh, and uh, as, they, as, they, as they're escaping, they start to work as a team. You know, yeah. they see them taking that down all the guards, working together. Um, and it starts to get kind of cool. And then there's a big explosion. And you, well, maybe there's a distinctive noise for the uh, for the dimension thing. And uh, Reed's like, what's that? They're opening their dimension. And Sue says, I don't know. I don't know. They won't tell us anything. Um, but we've been hearing noises like that um, for ages. Yeah. And then, yeah, end of the film, basically, based probably something similar. But, you know, decent effects and, you know, a, a better final battle. Um, but at the end of the film, um, basically they, uh, the, uh, a government official ap- uh, approaches them and they're like, well, no, your, your whole facility here was completely corrupt. And the uh. official's like, yeah, we know, we're sorry about that. Is there anything we can do? It's like, leave us the fuck alone. Yeah. And, uh, and they, they, the Fantastic Four disappear. Um, and that's the end of the film, basically. That's my that, that that's my fixed film, but not perfect. But you know, I I I didn't want to change everything. Okay, I've fixed the film in my head while you've been talking. Okay, I've kind of taken some of your ideas, kind of used my own. Um, so <clears throat> in my film, um, I, I'm going to go with what you did. I'm not going to try and I'm not going to try and. Do a completely different film. Mm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take the core elements of what they've got and I'll, I'll rejig them with a bit more story. So I'm going to keep the cast. The cast is controversial, but I'm going to keep them because they weren't the worst thing about this film. Um, the cast could have worked um, if the rest of the film was better. So the film starts with them fighting Doctor Doom in the negative zone. Okay. And Doctor Doom is exactly the same as he looks um, in in the current in in, in the in the film as it is, um, and the, the fight takes place pretty much exactly the same. And we see nearly the entirety of the fight um, them um, basically losing. Um, you don't see you don't see the setup to the fight. You just we start with them with them going at it, and basically just as Doctor Doom nearly defeats them, and they're all sort of like broken and beaten on the floor looking up at him. Yeah. And then instead of jumping one year forward, we go to the start of the film as it is now, where Reed Richards is a kid. Um, and I, I like your idea of um, of seeing him a bit more nerdy, a bit more of a childhood rather than completely dead set focused on this, this seemingly really ridiculous um, science project. Um so, like you say, sort of like a bit more quirky, a bit like you'd expect a Peter Parker to be, mm. um, but not quite as uh, not quite as much of a dick as you'd expect Peter Parker to be as well. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so keep the childhood story, um, but um, I would say if he does something a little bit bigger than what he does, um, you need to show that you can't control it. Um, so instead of uh, of knocking out the power grid, maybe he causes it to explode and people get hurt. Yeah. And that's what brings 
um, Dr. Storm into the area because he recognizes the same sort of pattern in the power and um, what the effects and everything. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe something, something happens for him to go, hold the phone. Is that cat, is someone doing our work over there? So he goes and fight, you know, and it just so happens that um, he's heard about this kid who's a bit strange in the neighborhood who loves his science and he, he goes out on a limb and he thinks it's stupid, mm. but then realizes that he trusted his judgment and that's the best thing he should have done. And he, he finds Reed and so he says, right, we want to fund your, <clears throat> we want to we, we give you a scholarship, you know, we're going to give you a scholarship. Um, and, uh, and Reed's like, okay, but I only did half the work. Like, you know, my friend Ben helped me and he's kind of like, look, kid, we know you did all the work. Like this guy is like, he's, he's cannon fodder. He's going to join the army. He's he's not got anything, you know, he's going to join the army or something like that. You know, he's, he's going to be a mechanic at best. And Reed straight away from the start goes, Oh, I'm not going anywhere, my friend. All right, okay. He, if he's not going, I'm not going. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I can finish my work on my own. You're the one that needs me, not the other way around. And so Ben goes with him to start with. Yeah, I like that. Because, and, and Ben does something like engineering. Because at the end of the day, in the comics, the thing is still a smart guy. He was still an astronaut. He was still a scientist. He was still good. He just wasn't as good as the others. Yeah. So he goes on and does sort of like um, astro engineering or something like that, or um, interdimensional engineering, like these these completely sort of made up, ridiculous um, sort of subjects that are only taught at the Baxter Building. Um, and skip through college, he meets Sue, and there's a little bit more romance, but I kind of like that it's underplayed because we all know they're going to get together anyway. And then they say, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna start our work. We're gonna we're gonna hire you, and we're gonna bring you onto our our project. Now that you've got you, now that you've got your degree, we're gonna bring you onto the project. Not training whilst doing, which is what they kind of show in the film. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's when we meet Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom isn't this um, cool like hacker um, scientist." He's the leader of Latveria. And they say, there's only one place we're going to do this because there's only one man that thinks that our, our work has any sort of like scientific relevance. Everyone else thinks it's it's hocus pocus. Yeah. And that's this guy. His name is, um, he, he's a count of, um, of a country. And they're all like, that sounds a bit... Um, you know, that sounds a bit regal, a bit sort of, a bit old, oldie-worldie, and they go, no, 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 it's, it's just a title. He's actually really down to earth, um, but, it's, it, you know, that's just the way their country runs. Um, it would be like going to Russia and, and, and speaking to a czar, you know, like, I know there are no yeah. czars anymore, but and they sort of go, okay, cool. They go and meet him, and he's pretty down to earth. He's not this angry guy, but they get to Latveria, and they see that the place is a fucking dump. It's like this, like, broken country and they're like what happened it turns out they tried to do this experiment before in latveria mm-hmm. and it failed they pulled all their money into it 
thinking that it'd be a scientific breakthrough, there'd be a Nobel Prizes at the end, that Latveria will be the country of technological advancement after this. And it failed because they opened the gate and couldn't close it again. And the only way it closed was when the power for the entire sort of like um, city ran out and the, 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 the port was forced shut. Which explains how it happens later on. <clears throat> so they do it. They explain that Reed Richards is this, this whiz kid. And similar to what you did, um, Sue has more, much more of a character background now. Um, she's much more of a driving force. She's going to be on the team. I would even go as far as saying she's team leader. Mm. I would say she is coordinating the entire mission with the help of her father, with the understanding that one day she's going to take over her father's role. She's going to be in the position that her father's in, so she, she, she's learning from the best. Yeah. Um, so then the US government are brought on for funding reasons because Latveria just doesn't have the, the equity to do it, and that's when you start to see the US Army getting involved and poking their nose where it shouldn't be. Then it becomes a political problem, which is why we start to see Doctor Doom getting angrier and angrier. And so he's the one that forces them still, let's go, let's just go now, so that he can stake a claim and say that Latveria was the first place, at uh, first, pe they were the first people to do it. Like, he claims this land in the name of his country. Um, and so then, you know, keeping with the political overtones, keeping Doctor Doom as this political character. Um, they do it, it goes wrong, and he, quote, dies. They go back... And all of a sudden, they're under arrest. They're like, they're, because, they're, you know, they've killed, possibly, this country's leader. Mm. And Reed escapes. Now, he can't come back for them because they're under arrest. And Reed, as far as Reed knows, they're, you know, they're still in that area. But the US government managed to get them out and take them back to the US. And so that's why Reed couldn't get to them, because he was still stuck in this country. So there's no bad blood. He didn't abandon them. He just he, he just managed to escape and and couldn't get to you know logistically geographically couldn't get to them. Um, and eventually, um, after hiding out and sort of being on the run for a while, he manages to get over to like Mexico or something, get over the border, and the first thing he does is go straight to the U.S. like the U.S. border and goes look. This is my name. I'm looking for these people. I have it. You know, I've been told they're in this country. Mm. Go straight there, and there's a there's not a happy reunion, but there's kind of a, you know, they're, they're more concerned for Reed than the other way around, sort of thing. Like that, like Reed was the one in danger, sort of thing. Um, in the meantime, they've still been using Ben as this um, this uh, sort of. Uh, commodity for the army sort of thing as this weapon um they've still been using johnny the same way they've still been doing the same tests except on sue whose sort of mental capability has also grown she's she's getting smarter and smarter um and uh and they all sort of get together and they all sort of have like like i said this sort of happy sort of reunion and then uh and then they want to talk about reopening the portal and they're like, well, why? It was so dangerous. And, and basically the US government want to, want to get the political claim on it. They, they still think that Latveria is, um, is, is there and that, that gives them the motivation. They want to make sure that this is a US 
in, uh, US um, Discovery. Yeah. And the only reason Latveria haven't um, publicised it is because they're going through the political crisis now of finding a new leader. Um, oh, the one thing I forgot to mention as well is the reason that nobody in the rest of the world knows that this has happened in Latveria the first time when it when it pretty much you know wiped out their economy is because of the uh, the propaganda they've managed to keep it under wraps from the rest of the world um, because they don't want anyone to know that they're in a financially weak situation. Yeah. They don't want they want they don't want to look vulnerable to the rest of the world. So they're sort of like. They're not forced into doing it by the U.S. government, but they don't really have much of a choice. Um, they're, they're, prom they're basically told, you are still our political prisoners, and now we have Reed as well. You can either do it, and we can work with you and, and release you back into society, or basically we treat you as terrorists, and you go away for a very long time. So they begrudgingly agree to do it, reopen the portal, and before they can even go in, the, the sort of the machinery sort of breaks down and Dr. Doom emerges. The same, looking the same as he did. Um, and he basically goes on the same killing rampage as, um, as in the film. Maybe a bit bigger, a bit more violent. The only reason he doesn't kill the Fantastic Four, he just incapacitates them, is because he sees them as equals now. He sees them as, as, as the new race and kind of wants them to join him in sort of, you know, rebuilding the, the world in his own image. After the atrocities he's seen in this other world, after everything he's gone through, he's back and he's better and he knows how to fix the world and that's to restart. That's just to reboot the world mm. in 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 sort of like the the way that he's been rebooted essentially kills everyone that's getting in his way and then says there's only one way for to do it and that's to you know that's to bring the power that gave us what we have here and so he goes back and opens this portal and instead of um earth sort of uh being pulled through it's sort of a mishmash of both they're sort of like coming towards each other and they're colliding into one uh, destructive force that's when Reed goes I know what he's doing he's doing this and they're like how do you know and he's like because this is what happened the first time this is the mistake he made we can stop this mm -hmm. they stopped it the last time by stopping the power if he's the power we can stop it and he is the power so they fight and th then we get the, the same fight scene that we've seen at the start but obviously a bit sort of like faster and cut because we've already seen this stuff and then they realise hold on like, we can't beat him as, as a single unit. And they start to work together. So Sue and Johnny realise that his flame powers can be greatly enhanced with the containment of her invisible shields. And Mr. Fantastic can, you know, be a lot stronger with the help of Ben sort of like, you know, moving him around and shit, I don't know. Like, they work together and Reed says that they can reverse it um, if they stop the power. And he believes that Doctor Doom is the power. They believe that he's the catalyst holding this all together. So they do the fight, and um, they did the same fight you see at the start. But it's uh, it's you know a bit faster now because we've seen it at the start, and they lose. They they can't beat him, and uh, they realise that they can't beat him as a single unit. 
can you just do like a huh's or something like that just so I know that you're still uh-huh, there? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You still with me? Yeah. So um they re- then they uh they start working together. They realize that um Johnny Storm's uh fire yeah is like a lot more concentrated if it's contained by Sue's invisible barriers mm. sort of so when he throws a fireball she contains it in a um in one of her little sort of shields so that when it hits him, the initial impact and then the flame hurts more and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, they're working together. They're realizing that um, the thing is pretty much invincible with the help of Sue, but it's Sue that's orchestrating all this. She's almost the, the she's almost the leader, but it's Reed with his smarts that manages to turn off, you know, stop the machine still. And, and they, they themselves are a team. The yeah. two of them are the team leading the team. Um, so between them, they realise that they can stop this. They, they, they're stronger as a single unit rather than divided, and they manage to, to push Doctor Doom into the. Um, they, they manage to get him into the, this this huge energy field, and he's consumed by his own energy, and uh, <clears throat> and the portal closes, and they're stuck in the negative zone. And mm. um, back on Earth, um, the US government are like shit what do we do, what do we do? And they literally go, nobody knows that they were there. And as far as I'm aware, we aren't accountable for this. Let's cover it up. And that's pretty much how the film ends. Okay. Except there's a post-credit scene. Mm-hmm. Post-credit scene is... Um, Doctor Doom struggling back into his castle. The energy blast has um, disintegrated the um, the uh, metal suit around him. He's back to his old self um, because he's been kept alive still, so his body's still in perfect tact, and of course he's got these powers now, um, so his skin is fine, he's, he's, he's unscathed. <clears throat> And uh, there's people, there's like all these people. They're like, oh my god, he's alive! Get, get, get him, get him! Um, and it's, it's. Uh, so there's literally that, and then sort of a, a little sort of like bit time later when he's healed, um, they're like, what's the plan? And he looks down and he's holding the mask of Doctor Doom, yeah. the metal mask, because he realizes he can't live without the suit. Now he feels, you know, like he, he needs it, and he says. We're going back. Mm. The end. Nice. So we know that the Fantastic Four will get out because Doctor Doom's going back. He's that's still his plan. He still wants to use that same energy, and that's not to say that they won't get out because they're fucking smart. But there's real fucking peril. There's yeah. real peril. There's real action. Um, there's a villain who isn't dead. Who there's some real character development with him. He becomes this sort of monster who then becomes Doctor Doom. And Reed Richards isn't a fucking wimpy pansy pussy. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I, I like that. I like that. 